A manager at Foot Locker is accused of ejaculating into sneakers. A strange man snuck into a hospital to feed a baby. And Catalonia is going to pardon a thousand people accused of witchcraft. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm grateful that you're here. I have three very strange stories, uh, segments I call them, in today's episode, and I hope you like them. And if you don't, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. A Foot Locker employee is accused of ejaculating into sneakers. This story is from Canada, surprisingly. I would have never guessed it came out of Canada. Such a country of behaved individuals. This sounds more like a Florida story through and through. But yes, it's out of Canada. The sneakerhead community is going crazy with an inflammatory and disgusting story. There's an accusation coming out of a footlocker in Canada. An employee... At Foot Locker in Brampton, Ontario, has been accused of ejaculating into the sneakers before giving them to prospective prospective customers to try on. (laughs) Can you imagine? Yeah, this should slide right on. Yeah. (laughs) It's a little tight. It's a little tight. Oh, believe me, I know it's tight. (laughs) I was in that bad boy a little earlier in the back. (laughs) Hey, hey. Now, look, look, look. Who am I to kink shame? Don't want to be shaming people's kinks, whatever you're into. You know, maybe Air Jordans are sexy to you. <laughs> but come on, man, you work there. You can't be doing it on the clock. You know, you you want to take sneakers home to do it? Sure, sure, but not on a footlocker dime. Now, this accusation stems from a since-deleted Instagram post that names the 27-year-old footlocker manager as the culprit in this case. The manager apparently shared a video on his social media accounts multiple times. In the videos, he can be seen in the inventory room completely naked. And then admitting to camera that he ejaculated inside a shoe before bringing it to the customer. This is scandalous behavior, I do declare. Now, I haven't seen this video in question. It's been deleted, thankfully. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see somebody completely naked making sweet love to a sneaker. Not my thing. Says here, a spokesperson for Foot Locker confirmed that the company was aware of the video and that Foot Locker is committed to operating with the highest ethical standards and this type of behavior is not to be tolerated. Says they're aware and they're taking some appropriate steps to address this situation, starting with having less sexy sneakers in your store. I mean, these sneakers are good looking. I mean, the colors, ooh, very vibrant, very soft interiors. Oh, you ever put your hand inside one of those shoes? Oh, it feels like you're putting your hand right inside a very lovely love canal of some sort. (laughs) Stupid. It says, despite the seriousness of this situation, this is very serious. This is no joking matter, Jonesy. No, you're right. It's a very serious situation. Imagine you put your foot into that Air Jordan that had been violated just minutes before. That's not okay. So it says, despite the seriousness of the situation in which customers may have been unwittingly exposed to some bodily fluids, jokes have naturally been unleashed all over Twitter. Suffice to say, there have been plenty of graphic videos and quotes attached to this story. Comparisons have been drawn to the Margiela cum shoes that went viral in 2020. Um, I have no idea what the Margiela cum shoes are. Uh, nor do I want to. You can Google that on your own time. Uh, I don't think I want to know what that is. You know, looking at the big picture here, 
makes me wonder, how does such an individual get to the position of manager? Now, I know it's a footlocker. Uh, it's not like, you know, we're talking about Hewlett Packard here. <laughs> but still, how does someone that routinely would strip naked at their workplace and pleasure themselves with the items that they normally sell at the front of the store? Like, how does that even happen that someone gets in this position? Makes me wonder. Now, I've come across a lot of articles talking about how difficult it is to find people to join the workforce. A lot of people deciding to opt out of working these days, and it's difficult to find employees. They're shutting down entire stores because they don't have enough workers. In an environment like that, I can see somebody just climbing up the ranks rather quickly. And then, lo and behold, here you have a manager who decides, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to activate my fetish while at the workplace, and then I'm going to involve some of the customers in the, in the outcome of it. <laughs> Wild, man. And this fella has the jewels to make a video of himself doing it and admitting to doing it. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. Some people are a special kind of stupid. Making love to my Air Force Walls. Making love to my Air Force Ones. Oh, making love to the Air Force Ones. Looking sexy with the Air Force Ones. A man snuck into a hospital to feed a baby in Des Moines, Iowa. A total stranger walked into the neonatal intensive care unit at a hospital and bottle fed a baby that wasn't his. The Des Moines, Iowa police are trying to identify this strange man that they say trespassed into Mercy One Medical Center at midnight by pretending to be the father of the baby. Midnight seems like a very late hour to be feeding the baby, but maybe this man knows the baby's feeding hours and midnight is one of them. How he snuck in as the father, that's a mystery. I mean, don't you ID these people? Just anybody can come in and feed a baby. Yeah, I'm the dad. Okay, you're a man. Okay, you must be the dad. All right, you said you're the dad. Go right in. Go ahead, right in. Your baby's right in there. You know, it's funny. You don't look like uh, the other guy who said he was a dad this morning, but okay. You know, I don't know. I don't know what your family's into. Polyamory is a thing. <laughs> this strange man slipped by a nurse, it said. Bottle fed the baby and then left. That was it. We have a quote from the police sergeant, Paul Parizek. Well, you know, the family obviously is very frightened. This is something that would startle any parent, you know? Strange man feeding your baby. That's pretty startling, I'd say. Doesn't make you feel very safe. Makes you wonder about the hospital overall. I mean, you just can't have people walking in and feeding babies. I mean, you never know what they're going to do. Who knows what they're feeding the baby? You know, you want to have a strict diet for a baby, from my understanding. You can only feed them certain things. Who knows? This guy might have brought in a Jamba Juice and fed the baby that. That's a lot of sugar for a newborn. You know what I'm saying? You want to limit the people who are feeding your babies and you want to limit the nutrition that's going into your baby's mouth at these very crucial moments of the baby's first steps, first breaths. You know, it's the beginning of a baby's life. You don't want to screw up the baby. What if there was whiskey in that bottle? We don't know. Yeah, I mean, this is crazy. This is definitely something new to all of us. When we think about child stealing or we think about predators, this is not how they behave, or at least how we're familiar with them behaving. In this case, there was absolutely no harm done to the child, and on the surface, no intent to really commit any other crime beyond what he did to get in there, which is trespassing technically. But that's about it. Now, they've also interviewed a lawyer by the name of Thomas who deals with medical malpractice cases. Thomas says the hospital has a duty of care to the babies. 
and an unidentified person claiming to be a parent should not have been allowed in. Oh, no shit, Sherlock. What are they paying this guy, Captain Obvious? <laughs> oh, you mean the hospital has a duty to not let strangers in to feed babies that aren't theirs? Wow. I had no idea. I thought this was okay to just walk in a hospital, Thomas, and just feed random babies. Bring in my own bottles. Back to the sergeant who says they want to find the man and figure out what his motive was. Yeah, we don't know what this, you know, what his true intent was or what, what he was planning on doing further down the road. We need to get him identified right away so we can at least hear his side of the story, have our investigators better understand what was going on. You want to hear his side of the story? <sighs> what do you think his side of the story is? You think that's going to make him any more sane? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, even if he was like, you know, I've just always wanted to have a baby of my own. And none of my friends have a baby. I just thought I'd break in and feed one. I don't know what it's like to feed a baby. I wanted to experience this. I've ordered those dolls that you can feed online. Yes, they take in the bottle and they drink it and then they actually poop and you can wipe their buttocks afterward. It's almost like a real human baby, but after practicing with one of those for several years, I found this isn't enough for me. I want a real, a real baby, a real newborn. I want to experience the soft, warm touch of a newborn as I'm feeding the bottle to it. I'm going to break into another hospital next week and wipe a baby's bum and change their diaper. I think that would be something. I'd like to try it on a new baby. A real baby. I, I mean, what is this guy going to say, Sergeant? <laughs> you can chalk this up to crazy, man. You, you're, you work for the police department, right? I mean, this, <laughs> all the things you come across. You just throw it in that big file called crazy. There's, there's like one scenario where I would say, you know what, this guy's not completely crazy. And that would be if this was how he got into a gang. You know, imagine a gang and they're like, you, you want to be part of our gang? Well, sometimes they'll say, like, you got to kill somebody. You know? And then maybe other gangs have some other quirky activities or feats, feats of strength or daring that you have to um, overcome to then be allowed into their gang. Maybe one gang was like, hey, you have to go into a hospital and feed a baby. I mean, maybe, but in that instance, you're not, you know, completely out of your mind. Just a little bit. Catalonia is going to pardon up to 1,000 people that were accused of witchcraft. The Catalan parliament is expected to pass a resolution today that will pardon 1,000 people, the majority of them women, condemned for the crime of witchcraft in this region 400 years ago. Catalonia is located in Spain. It's an independent uh, region, from my understanding. Uh, I believe it contains Barcelona within its borders. I'm not an expert on Spain or Europe or geography, for that matter. Hey, guys, this move of pardoning witches uh, is following similar gestures in Scotland, Switzerland, and Norway after more than 100 European historians have signed a manifesto called They Weren't Witches, They Were Women. They Weren't Witches, They Were Women. Yes, this witchcraft thing was a catastrophe that happened in Europe, and it bled over into the United States and other places as well. I lived in Salem, Massachusetts, where there was a witch hysteria at one point. It is estimated that between the years 1580 and 1630, about 50,000 people were condemned to death for witchcraft across Europe. Of that number, 80% were women. Horrible. Basically a femicide going on. 
Here's a little dose of history to give you some context. While witch hunts raged across northern Europe, in Spain the Inquisition had its hands full rooting out heresy among Jews and Muslims who had been forcibly converted to Christianity at that time. The Inquisition was skeptical about allegations of witchcraft, actually. But Catalonia was the exception. And witch hunts persisted in Catalonia well into the 18th century. Uh, what is thought to be the first European law against witchcraft was passed in Leida in 1424. Apparently, witch hunts were more common in Catalonia because rural areas came under the absolute power of feudal lords, and confession alone was sufficient proof of guilt. And in certain cases where the Inquisition was called in to pass judgment, the accused were often set free for lack of evidence. Witches were frequently blamed for the sudden death of children or for natural catastrophes and even poor harvests, unfortunately. Imagine blaming the women on poor harvests. How terrible of a time that would have been. I mean, it's just embarrassing. <laughs> Our treatment of women over the millennia. Terrible. Terrible. And, you know, I don't know if this makes it any better to pardon those people. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, like, symbolically it's pretty cool, but, you know, the damage is done. I mean, you can say you're sorry all you want, but, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to feel good about it at all, no matter what sort of uh, level of apology you get, whether it's from local government or the entire country or the entire archdiocese or enter whatever whatever church you want it's just hard these always seem like empty um, apologies to me i mean what you ought to do is just do something nice for the all the ladies that are now living how about that i mean i'm sure there's some something you can do for all the women maybe i don't know rent a few cruise ships and just take them on a we're sorry about the witch hunt cruise <laughs> you know give them a party show them a good time have some DJs, pop some bottles. We're sorry about the witch hunt, ladies. Here's two, a two-week vacation above, among a, like on a cruise ship. Okay, maybe that's a stupid idea. Yay! Guys, 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 check your shoes for substances, bodily fluids, before you put them on every day. You never know. <laughs> you never can be too safe. This is what we learned today on this episode of Weird AF News. Check your footwear for bodily fluids. I want to give thanks and praise to Michelle Blewett. Give thanks and praise. Michelle Blewett, join the Patreon. Yes, yesterday afternoon. And I wasn't able to include her in the give thanks and praise yesterday. So today, Michelle Blewett, just want to let you know, I really appreciate you showing the utmost support for Weird AF News. I greatly appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy the extra content that's located within the Patreon. I uploaded three, four things last night, as a matter of fact, including a... Very cool video uh, of a, a clip from a movie fight scene that I came across that's just absolutely amazing. So stuff like that you get in the Patreon, like some cool stuff I come across. Um, uh, good songs, yeah. articles that uh, are visually hilarious that uh, they don't really they don't really translate in the audio format <laughs> you know what i mean anyways michelle please enjoy that and thank you so much for taking the time to join the patreon if you guys would like to join M michelle blewett and become a patron get your name up on the wall in the closet yeah you hear it you can do that by going to patreon.com slash weird af news or download the patreon app and do a search for weird af news or go to the website weird af news dot com. 
I got a couple terrible reviews uh, on Amazon. So let me read them. Catherine uh, writes, had to disable. She just wrote a couple words. Pretty annoying slash stupid. That was it. But uh, thankfully gave me two stars instead of one. So I'm not annoying enough to uh, to get the one star. What what would be annoying enough for Catherine to give you one star, I, I imagine? So just grateful for Catherine giving me two stars instead of one. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Although you thought I'm stupid, you think this is stupid, you gave me two. So appreciate you, Catherine. I hope you'll come back to me. Come back to me. I'm begging you, please. Janet Jackson, everybody. No, my, my knowledge of music spans so many decades, it's ridiculous. I mean, this is another thing you get with Weird AF News that I don't think people are appreciating. They're giving me bad reviews, by the way, on Amazon. We got one from JJ. He wrote, Beats Dead Horses, which is not true. I don't attack animals of any sort. Um, I kill roaches when I get them in my apartment. I don't kill anything else. I even let the spiders go. I'm a catch and release guy, really. Um, JJ wrote, not funny. In fact, annoying as heck. It's like listening to a person at a party telling the same joke over and over again. I I find that to be a little harsh. JJ, I really do. Uh, (laughs) The same. I don't even know what that means, really. Do you mean I'm telling uh, each story has similar jokes when we go from story to story? Every day I'm telling the same jokes? I think I I like to think I mix it up. I've told a lot of personal stories, but, you know, they're... They're usually related to the story I'm doing, and I don't really repeat too often. So, uh, in fact, I was going to tell a story in this episode because we were t- talking about a man breaking into a hospital, basically trespassing. I, I was once asked to go tell jokes to somebody in a coma that I didn't know. Uh, my aunt's friend was in a coma out here in L.A. She said if you could, uh, they're going to pull the plug on her in a couple days, and we've tried everything to snap her out of the coma. It's been months and months and months. If you wouldn't mind, go over there, tell her some jokes while she's in a coma. And I wasn't, wasn't going to say no. I love my aunt. I'd do anything for her. So I went down there. I don't even know this person. I never met this person before. You could just walk right in and start talking to somebody in a coma. Just go visit them in a coma. You know, they didn't ask me if I was a relative. They didn't make me show any ID whatsoever. You could just go in and start standing next to somebody that's in a coma, play songs, you could paint on their face, I don't know, start recording a podcast on their lap, <laughs> call it, will she wake up in this episode? Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy, in other words, what you can do at a hospital. So it doesn't surprise me that somebody just walked in and fed a baby. I mean, it just doesn't. I've, I've, I've been in a situation where I walked in, I couldn't believe it. There's very, very little security in these places. It's very sad, actually. Anyways, that's a pretty good story that um, I think J.J., if he listened to this, he would think that that was good. It was, it was a good story. Um, maybe he'll come back, but he gave me uh, one star, so probably not. So now I'm telling you all this so that you'll uh, – so this is three bad reviews in a row on Amazon. So if you guys wouldn't mind in, uh, offsetting these bad reviews on Amazon, that would be tremendous. Uh, if you all have a, you, most people have an Amazon account, correct? Well, if you do a search for Weird AF News, it says by Anchor FM Incorporated, which is the host of the podcast. There's a picture of a purple alien. Yeah, it says Weird AF News. This is a skill. It's called a skill on Amazon. You could write, you don't even need to have this skill. You can just go on there and review it. Um, and that would be tremendously helpful if we could get some reviews. I'm down to 3.6 out of 5 stars as well. This is not acceptable behavior. But I know I have an army of people at my disposal who are great fans of what I'm doing and think that I deserve at least 3 stars, I'd imagine. Correct? Yeah, of course. Even if you want to pump me a 4 star, that'd be, that'd be pretty helpful. So if you could all go on Amazon and 
offset these bad reviews. I would really appreciate that. Because um, this stuff makes me look bad. You know? I don't care so much, but yeah. We, we do what we got to do. Listen, you got to try. Let's try. Okay? I love you all.